Uh, hey, are you up all night uh, tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, uh, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, physical sensations, time, temperature, changes in your routine, uh, you know, moving, traveling, whatever it is, wind. Uh, I mean, that is something that's under, underrated of great things and annoyances. You say, what's up with that wind? And, you know, it's, it, it depends on where you're at, and that's no judgment. Sometimes you're in a non-wind, you're, you say, well, I'm not in the mood for the wind tonight. So if you could cut it out, you know, uh, cloud gods, uh, quit your blowing. And they say, actually, it's a low pressure. I say, okay, thanks, Wayne Mahar. Wayne Mahar's a weatherman of my youth. Yeah, but so what was they saying? Oh, a lot of different things to keep you up at night. This podcast is here to keep you company. What I'm going to do is just send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use a lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, uh, dusty tangents with a little bit of rust. Oh, creaky, creaky, dulcet tones, right? Is that what I said? Or creaky? Did I say that? Uh, a lot of different things, extra words, going off point, obscenely long intro, uh, where I don't get to the point of explaining what the podcast is, and in doing so, hardy har har, I kind of do. Uh, but here's the thing, if you're new, I mean, what I'm going to do with this intro is I'm going to try to make a metaphor of how the podcast works, possibly involving dogs tonight, because I got two right outside the climbing closet where I record the podcast. Uh, what first I'll do is uh, welcome. I'm glad you're here. I hope this podcast can help. It doesn't work for everybody, but give it a few tries. Don't try too hard to make sense of it. The way, like uh, the parts of your brain that might try to make sense of this podcast, maybe the parts of you that aligned with the parts of you that keep you up. Uh, so keep the kickback and just barely listen. That's uh, kind of what this podcast is. It's a bit of a bit more than background noise. Uh, but it would be like if you were, I guess this may be the metaphor that I wasn't looking for. I was going to talk about dog beds, but now I'm thinking about being a wind interpreter. And at first you might chortle, which is, I don't think is a word I've ever used on this podcast before, but you might chortle. You say, scoots, there's no such thing. And I'd say, really? Well, ask the NWS, National Weather Service, or the International Weather Service, if there is one. Also, if either one of you offer, uh, what are those called, uh, honorary degrees, I'd love to become Dr. Weather. And maybe I would even sing a song about it. It would actually be just stormy weather, but it would be Dr. Weather. And if you want, when I receive the award, I could wear a lab coat and maybe a cloud hat with a lightning bolt. I, that's just a proposal, but I'm actually in the middle of a podcast intro. But w- let's get back to that about honorary degree in wind interpreting. Or maybe remind me to do a whole episode about the wind listener. Okay, but, but crickets in my brain. That's a good sign. So if you're new, you, clearly you don't need to listen to me. I think that was my first point. You, you kind of like listening to the wind. If you're in the right mood, you say, well, that's nice. It's a nice, a steady... 
people. Not always steady, but, you know, it's, it's a sound and it's helping me unwind and, and get it deeper in bed and sink in. And maybe it's just a, like a nice, you know, b- 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 bigger than a breeze, but not too heavy where you say, okay, it's good. It's clean. You know, it's bringing some new air into town. About time we cleared out the air around here. So you say, okay, I could breathe with the wind. I can rest, but you're not trying to make sense of it too much. That's kind of what one way to listen to this podcast. So you could listen however you choose. Yeah, I just want to let you know and give you full permission. You don't have to listen to me. So that's one. Two, I'm here to keep you company while you fall asleep. I won't really put you to sleep. I'll just be here at your side as you drift off into dreamland. Not that differently to continue with the wind metaphor. If I was holding some dried leaves, you know, and there's no wind, you'd just say, okay, got some dried leaves in my hand. And some people might say, well, Scoots, what are you doing holding dried leaves? Are you going to crunch them for a soothing sound? I say, mm, no, uh, though that is an idea. As long as these are 100% dried leaves, then, then that would be okay. No, I'm just waiting for a breeze to come in and carry them lightly off of my palm and to drift them away to a new home. You know, where they could support a biome just so I could just sneak in a cheap rhyme and <laughs> then forget what I was going to say. But, you know, they dr- gently drift away. Ideally, you'll drift away, uh, in, in, you know, as I'm talking. But if you can't sleep, I'll be here till the end. Believe me, I make this show as much uh, for all the people that fall asleep, I think, make it a, a complete podcast. Uh, even if you fall asleep in the 10 minutes, the hour podcast is really what's putting you to sleep somehow. Uh, but I also make this podcast for the sliver of people who can't fall asleep. I'll be here till the end, uh, gently rambling and uh, interpreting the wind or listening to the wind. So, okay, those are things. Structurally, the show starts off a little late for this, but it starts off with an intro that's around 12 to 15 minutes after some business that we open the show with. There's some business between the intro and the story. And then there'll be, tonight we'll be talking about uh, Star Trek The Next Generation. And But, but believe me, it'll be like a meandering coverage where you say, wait a second, was that really an episode? And this one's a doozy because they think it only has... Uh, the two locations, I mean, if you count different locations on the Enterprise, maybe more, but uh, but this isn't about the filming of the show. Uh, so where was I? Oh, I was talking about wind. So, yeah, oh, so the, that's the podcast. You don't need to listen. No pressure to fall asleep. I'm here to help. I'm here to be your friend. I've been there, sleepless in the deep, dark night. And I'd like to do your favor and uh, keep you company while you drift off. But I was thinking about this with the wind. Like at first, like I said, you would chortle because you'd say, Scooch, you can't interpret the wind. And then I say, well, if I was an expert at wind, I, I maybe I don't know. I don't have a wind expert. And of course, someone might say, you know, break it. What do they say? Break and wind. But no, this isn't a time for jokes like that. It's just a, if you had someone with expertise in winds, and they then they were also even narrower. They were an audio wind expert and maybe a sensory wind expert. They could feel the wind, feel the breeze. That's what I used to say when I would run, even though I wasn't very fast. It's, I think I'd say taste my breeze. 
how about no i don't think any of those uh scent companies should take that taste my breeze because you really don't like it it's more like uh where was I? So if you were, so we're with an imaginary wind expert, and they know everything about the wind. They really got it down. They could actually interpret the wind for you. Now it wouldn't be uh, like an English language. Well, they, I guess if you're communicating in English, they would use English. But they'd say, okay, you know, that's first off, that's coming in from the northwest. Does that mean it's headed to the south? That would be my first question. Does that mean it's, I never understand that. It's coming from the northwest. It's going to the southeast. Is that what what we're talking about? And they would say, you might be picking up the temperature and the wind. And that's from this factor. And they'd say, you might notice some moistness or some dryness. This is from that, uh, you know, this thingamajig. What's causing it? Then they could go into your whole low pressure, high pressure, whatever the thing, you know, things you use on the map. Maybe they have their own pointer and stuff. Would you believe right now I'm in between weather people? Like, I, I don't want to, um, like, I used to watch a channel primarily for uh, Sal Castaneda, uh, just because I feel like, I, I don't know, uh, I don't know, I just have an affinity for Sal. He does the the, the traffic. And I did really enjoy the weather person, but then I, I kind of changed. No, no, I, I, I only, I, I'm now doubling up the sale. Don't worry. I mean, I didn't switch to morning news, but I do, I did start watching another news channel just because I liked two of the personalities on there. Uh, Reggie and Natasha, I, I'll say it. And then Jessica, I said, I really like it. Like, not that I like them better than, anyway, I shouldn't bring this up in the middle. I was just trying to talk about weather. Uh, but where was I? Oh boy. Uh, it it really went off the rails. Those are all local news, news people. Uh, but so yeah, if you're with an, an wind expert, they could really interpret the wind. I imagine. I don't know of any wind experts. I'm trying to think of what pot, maybe this would be the time. I keep saying Dallas uh, from 20,000 Hertz. Uh, maybe this is the one where I get a hold of Dallas and we do a crossover episode about wind. Because uh, Dallas uh, has a, a podcast about sound. There's also a wonderful podcast, World of Sound, uh, uh, which is a shorter form. But Dallas does these deep dives. So maybe maybe, maybe that's, that'll be the one. Where was I, though? Oh, well, I guess the thing, the difference is if someone was actually an expert in the wind, you'd probably want to listen to their interpretations. So if you're a normal person, you'd be like, okay, can you, unless you're really interested like me, you'd say, okay, is it going to be nice tomorrow or not? Do I need a jacket? Is it going to rain? Is it going to be hot or cold tomorrow? You know, is it, is it, what up, what's up with the wind? You know, uh, blustery wind at night, is it a sailor's delight or not? Uh, or should I take warning? And they'd say, well, the wind can't tell you that. And you say, well, the friggin' sun can. So what's up? What do you mean? How are you an expert? I'm an amateur sun watcher. And then they'd storm out. That's where what really happened. I did have the one ex- expert, uh, uh, Sandy Seabreeze was her, was her pseudonym. And she was the world's foremost expert on wind that was speaking to me, but no longer because of that uh, fallout. And then she said, you don't watch Steve Paulson anymore? And I said, please, please, look, uh, I love all local newscasters. 
It's just some currently. I Anyway, I said, come on, give me a break. So whether it's the morning news uh, uh, that uh, bookends your day or the evening breeze, or maybe you live in Seabreeze Park or something, and that's the name of your evening paper, you say, I'm going to settle in and read the, you know, do the uh, puzzles in the evening breeze. Or maybe you go running at night and you say, or, you know, you're breaking wind. You know, you say, it's time for the evening breeze. Please keep it. I think those jokes went out of fashion when they stopped being funny, which was, uh, uh, what, fourth grade. But I do like the idea of a newspaper being called the evening breeze. Breeze through it. It's only, you know, it's only the lightest news. And they actually could, if you had a newspaper, here, here's the thing. Give me a GIF on the phone. Because I know he has WAPO. Is uh, when I put on my what? What is that called when you're a news person? Not a news person, like you're the. What is that called? I don't know what it's called. I know you don't know what it's called because you're my brain. Uh, I, I thought I could like a person that's a fan of the news. Uh, but if so, maybe they could have one like they say. Well, we got the WAPO. That's for hard news or whatever. Now we have the evening breeze. Uh, that's for news that's really nothing. Uh, it's a breezy news. Uh, kittens, cute or cuter. Uh, how did I get? So anyway, this podcast actually should be a bit of the evening breeze to you. Some fresh air, some lightness, uh, like linens on the line, gently flapping. My gums will be. It, to help you fall asleep. Now, like I said, it doesn't work for everybody, so give it a few tries. Almost every person that regularly listens to this podcast, even people I've become friends with that make podcasts, they say, well, the first time I listened, uh, I said, what? In a, it took a few times. It takes a few times. This podcast is pretty different, but it's here to help. It, it's not anything aggressive. So put it on like like the wind and see what happens, or like the morning news, and you say, well, uh, the morning weather. What was the weather song? Was it going to be called Dr. Weather or Dr. Breezy? That, maybe that would be, wasn't McBreezy? Was that, oh, McDreamy? Was it, Was there a show with, uh, was there a McBreezy? Maybe, could I get back, could they put that show back on the air and then give me a, like, a recurring role? Is Dr. Breezy? I don't think I have the locks. I need a, you know, I'd need a wig or something. Now peering. What show is that called? Me- Medical Love or something, right? Doctor's Hope. Or, or you say, okay, hey, uh, I'm Dr. Breezy here with the hair. Used to be weather person. Used to be Dr. Uh, whatever it was, Dr. Wind. Oh, Dr. Bre- well, no, I don't know. But anyway, I got to close this intro. I'm glad you're here. And I really want to help you fall asleep. It's a bit goofy. Uh, but give it a few tries. Uh, thank you so much for giving me your time. And I work very hard. I strive in here, and I'd, I'd like to help you fall asleep. Thanks. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you can set aside... Whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, feelings, physical sensations, 
uh, you know, inside stuff, outside stuff, travel, changes in routine. Whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to distract you from that. And what, what I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use these lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, rusty meanders, faded sleep dust, uh, ta- tangled tangents. I don't know if I've ever said that. They're over, you know, over alliteration. I'm the only person. They say easy on the alliteration. It's not ketchup scoots. And I say when it's coming out of my mouth, it's like if I could think of something that's alliterative with ketchup, I'm instantly brain, please. Uh, I just say I've caught up with ketchup. My brain caught fight, but they say the uh, where was I? Oh, also uh, mix-ups, plenty of mix-ups. So here's the thing: if you're new, podcast takes a few tries to get used to. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, it's a bit goofy or silly. And yeah, I have gruffish, uh, creaky dulcet tones and rusty meanders, but I'm here to help. I'm here to take your mind off stuff. Try to win your trust. I, I'm not, I don't operate on the assumption you're going to trust me. Uh, cause why would you? You're in bed. You're having trouble falling asleep. Uh, and, and give it a few tries if you're skeptical and see if it helps you. Uh, but the way I help is, uh, Let's see. This is a, I'm already, this is a, usually the intros are different every time, but this one I'm already off uh, my normal topic. Uh, but if you're new, yeah, give it a few tries. I'm going to just uh, do a long intro and then a bedtime story based on another podcast uh, to take your mind off stuff. Uh, and it, it should be just distracting enough to, to keep your mind off whatever's keeping you awake, uh, but not so engaging that you have to listen. Uh, so that's one of the things. You don't need to listen to this podcast. You can listen in any manner you choose or what works for you. Uh, so you can uh, like uh, you can listen the whole time. I'll be here the whole time. You could tune me out. You could put me on uh, you know low. Uh, you could play me in the other room. However you wish to listen. Uh, but I don't expect your full attention. I guess that's the thing. Uh, I don't expect you to listen to me or be super engaged. Uh, you know, just to listen at, at your leisure. So you don't need to listen, but you're also under no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here about an hour. And uh, tonight's episode will be really, uh, really soothing, I think. Uh, so uh, I'll be here the whole time to keep you company, whether you're awake or asleep. I'll be putting in the work because uh, I really believe that's part of what the, makes the podcast work is that I'm here the whole time, whether you need to listen to me or not, to help. Uh, kind of like a friend. Like, I, I call myself your boar friend sometimes, your boar bud, your boar sib, uh, your boar bestie. What, whatever term you're comfortable with, you could just say, uh, I think some people call me the boring guy or the boar guy uh, I've heard recently. So whatever works for you. Uh, but you don't need to listen. No pressure to fall asleep. Uh, I'll be here for an hour. Uh, structurally what to expect, uh, is, uh, the show starts off with a few minutes of business. Um, that's how we keep the show going. Uh, if you're new, not super important. If you're a regular listener, especially if you fall asleep fast, uh, please go to sleepwithmepodcast.com and look at our sponsors or become a patron because that's how the show keeps going. Uh, but if you're new, not a big deal. Uh, so that's a few minutes. Then there's an intro which we're like five minutes into. The intros are usually about 12 minutes of me rambling and trying to make, trying to earn your trust if you're new. 
And even that doesn't, even that takes like three different episodes usually. Because, uh, again, I'm a skeptical person. I, I think uh, if you're skeptical about this, it's perfectly natural. And if it doesn't work for you, I'm sorry. Um, because, yeah, it doesn't work for everybody. Uh, but here's the thing. I hope and wish it does work for you. So so that's like, uh, like yeah, because I really truly believe you deserve a good night's sleep. And I've been there. Uh, unable to fall asleep, so I know how it feels. Uh, so structurally, oh, so the show starts off with uh, yeah, twelve minutes of business. And then after that, we're gonna have a setup and then a bedtime story, uh, based on a story from another podcast uh, here on Night Vale Presents. Uh, so we'll talk about that uh, later, a little later in the show. Uh, but yeah, that'll be like a meandering bedtime story that ends with some thank yous and good nights. There's a little business between the intro and the story, and that's about it. Uh, that's just structurally what to expect. Uh, and tonight's method is, uh, like, uh, there's a lot of different methods I use, but, yeah, Tangled Meanders is one I didn't even realize. Oh, no, Tangled Tangents. Uh, my meander was so tangled, I forgot what it was. Uh, yeah, uh, like, I do do Tangled Tangents. I don't know how many people, how many fisher people we have out there. I don't, I, I did go fishing when I was a kid, occasionally, like from shore, like, cause I wanted, you know, cause I was trying to do my best, uh, Tuck, Tuck Finn, uh, what was it, Tom, <laughs> I'm kidding, Huck Finn and Tom Sawyer imitation. And I went a couple times fishing in a boat with some of my older cousins and uncles and, and my dad, but it wasn't like a major thing we did. And it, like, uh, I don't know, but, but I know there's like fishing line and I was always getting that tangled and any kind of line or rope, uh, or now had, you know, cords, uh, or cords, I tend to get tangled. It's just a natural part of being me. I'm a natural tangle, tangling tangents and tangling stuff. Uh, you say, Hey, you want your, do you need a hair tangler? Not a detangler. I, I called up suave. Actually, don't call, uh, like, don't don't just start dialing numbers with Suave at the end. There's a piece of, uh, but I called up their number. I said, hey, uh, at first, uh, don't, also don't call, call Suave and then make VO5 hot oil jokes, because uh, I tried to do that. Uh, I said, is oil hot? And they said, what? I said, the VO5 hot oil, is it hot or not? Uh, and then they hung up, and then I changed phones, called again. And they said, sorry about all those VO5 hot oil jokes. Uh, I said, it's just too hot to stop. I said, I just like, once my mouth gets oiled uh, with hot oil. And they say, that's for your hair. And I said, yeah, I know. Uh, so they, they don't have a number anymore. So then I called another company that makes Detangler. And I said, do you need, I said, what's your ad campaign? Because all I know is you're next to the, uh, um, you know, the, the bath, bubble bath stuff. And I said, no offense, I think you do, I think there's pretty much a monopoly nowadays on hair products, uh, for the most part, in the supermarket where I get mine. But I think you're underperforming in your, I said, I'm, I may be a shareholder, but, but or maybe not, but I think you're underperforming in the marketplace. And then I just started leaving voicemails. I learned after that call to just get all your ideas out into voicemails, uh, so this was like more of even more uh, tangled tangents, uh, but I said you could start a campaign with me as the the tangler, uh, 
and then your detangler would uh, could fix everything. It turns out that, yeah, it's not a pro. I said, what is in there? Water and something. I said, uh, what do you mean it's not profitable? I said, well, what kind of world do we live in where there's no marketing budget for detangler? And they said, can you look around? I said, can you see the, the message in my message? He said, this whole thing may be your fault that you've not been marketing to detangler properly. And I'm here to fix everything. Uh, and they said, how? And I said, well, I'm really good at tangling things. And you never heard, I mean, holy cow, I, I, really these marketing, what are these called? Customer service people. It really is hard to get them to sigh for most people. I said, maybe, do you know anybody from the bridge of size? I said, I can make people sigh too. And then I said, I'm just really good at tangling things. I tangle tangents for a living, believe it or not. Uh, and I said, I could use that in the commercial if you pay me. And you'd, I said, you'd have to pay me for the copywriting too. Uh, you know, I could blow off, uh, like I could have a t- tangling spray and we could have a showdown, you know, and I'd say, I tangle tangents for a living. And you could have the spaghetti western music. Um, I said, what about, I think there's an octopus on one of your bottles of detangler or bubble bath anyway, a friendly, kid-friendly one. I said, that could be the detangler. And maybe I would be the one, you know, kind of, uh, tan- you know, causing tangles. Because for an octopus, uh, that wouldn't be good. And then they said, well, I don't think this is a good use of my time. And I said, well, okay, well, you know, free marketing ideas don't come every day. And they said, you you think you really think you're the only person that calls these numbers with your marketing ideas? And I said, well, how many detanglers have you heard from? And then they laughed. They said, well, no, no. I said, that's right. Uh, they said, believe me. I, got, I said, I got a successful podcast. I've been, you know, I've been tangling tangents uh, going on five years. And it turned out it was a thanks or no thanks. And I said, well, my audience will just be the beneficiary of my tangled tangents. So if you're new, it, like uh, it might have sounded like I, I have a procedure for tangling stuff, but it's just natural. It, like some people get, some people have natural charisma. Some people are just naturals. Uh, some people have a natural glow. Some people are naturally like uh, friendly, optimistic. Uh, you know, naturally, some people are, have natural grace. I've heard. You know, like uh, whatever they move with a lightness. Uh, naturally kind. Uh, there's a lot of good. Na- I, I'm naturally a. I tangle things naturally. Like if, if I was with Watson and Holmes and I had a sidekick, he'd say, naturally tangled, my dear Scooter. Tangled naturally, my dear Scooter. And I'd say, that's right. Uh, you're going to have to get some scissors to get me out of this one, uh, Watson, or whoever, whomever it was. Uh, but in the podcast situation, these ta- tangled tangents are where you're kind of following me. I'm taking your mind off of stuff. You could see the label of the uh, body wash or uh, bubble bath in the grocery store. And you stop thinking about whatever's keeping you awake. And then I wind back around and I call up the number. And then you, at some point you wake up at breakfast tomorrow. And if you and your partner or one of your friends listens... You say, what was Scoots talking about in the podcast again? He's saying, well, VO5, a hot oil again. Uh, And then they'd say, did he say Vidal Sassoon and giggle?
And they say, well, he did, but it was uh, very meta because he waited, uh, he saved it for extra punch. And then they said, did he say Vedal Sassoon? And I said, they said, no, he's never said it like that. He usually says it like, uh, va, va, voom, Vidal, he's never said Vidal either. Uh, did he say what in the name of Gore Vidal Sassoon? And, and I said, I don't know. I was asleep. Uh, they say, what, who, what kind of kid becomes a man who's obsessed with VO5 hot oil? They say, thank goodness for Scoots and his tangled tangents. Puts me right to sleep. That's what a regular, that's the life of a regular listener. And they get constantly applause because they say, where'd you get that natural glow? And they say, it's not natural. It's uh, corny jokes about VO5 hot oil that put me to sleep, uh, believe it or not. Uh, yeah, there is a, the hair place. They say, man, you're holy follicles. Uh, I've never seen anything like this. Uh, your split hair is split uh, because there's none. What what happened? They say, well, I slept great. That's what happened. Uh, uh, you could thank Vidal Sassoon. Uh, I'm only laughing because it's so ridiculously not funny that uh, it cracks me up. Uh, Scooter, he's so unfunny. It's uh, almost funny. And I'm here to put a smile on your face, really. That's why I'm so goofy and silly, is because I want to help. I want to lighten the pressure of bedtime, because I've been there. So give the podcast a few tries. See if it can help you, uh, because I strive, I work very hard, and I yearn to help you fall asleep. Thank you so much for coming by. And uh, before we get on with the show, just a couple of messages here of uh, how we get on with the show. All right, everybody. So tonight is going to be a special crossover episode with a podcast uh, by by, uh, Dr. Chuck Tingle here on Night Vale Presents. And I'm going to be doing a a reading of uh, this uh, story on uh, Chuck's podcast, which is uh, adult-only podcast. So you can check it. This story that I'm going to do tonight as a part of Sleep With Me uh, will be as sleep with me as it possibly gets. Uh, but you could check out uh, Chuck's podcast, which we'll link to in the show notes, uh, which uh, the name of it, much like Alice uh, isn't on the big farm, is uh, uh, Puffed by My Pillows. By my own podcast is uh, the podcast by Dr. Chuck Tingle, and uh, tonight I'm going to be doing uh, a, uh, a a reading of a sleep with me version. So very very sleep with me version. So no worries. In fact, I'm doing this intro after I did the story, so I can't uh, tell you how sleep with me and sleepy it is. Uh, uh, my pillows are comforted by the realization that I'm okay and everything will be all right. Uh, is by Chuck Tingle. But I do want to say a little bit about Chuck and his podcast and his stories, uh, especially for those of you that are unfamiliar with it or might be a little bit more on the, the, the G spectrum. You're an adult, but you say, well, I prefer G-level things. Uh, uh, because if you listen to Chuck's podcast or read any of his stories, uh, you'll quickly see that the DNA uh, that... Uh, like, uh, like we may be related in somehow, like when they were like, uh, the same gene pool was, uh, was tapped for us. And I think that's a sensibility that uh, why I'm so proud to be a part of Night Vale Presents is, uh, that people say Chuck's is, is different. His stories are different than mine. 
and they come at things from a totally different direction and they're not sleepy. They're stimulating, uh, and they're funny. Uh, but they also just have this thing that I'm not sure I ever encountered before and this angle about it, uh, that I've never encountered before. And if you want to get a taste of it first, because you're, you're, you're a little bit more on that G side, which is okay. Like just check out the Wikipedia article, maybe about, uh, uh, Dr. Chuck Tingle or Chuck Tingle or Tinglers. But I do want to say that because really, uh, you probably can hear the smile on my face. It's just like, uh, so strange to encounter someone that does something so much different than you. But at the same time, you say, how are these similar in some intangible way that even I can't put my finger on? But I say, holy cow, like, uh, this is like what I'm doing, but not uh, not at all like what I'm doing. I mean, I think that's what I, I, maybe I already said, it's like this shared sensibility or this shared, uh, I don't know, weird delight uh, in a good way. Uh, so, uh, like, uh, enjoy this episode because I really enjoyed making it and, uh, I think you'll really enjoy sleeping to it. Uh, thanks. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed. Uh, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do, to, to do is to speak, uh, but also create a safe place. I don't think I'll successfully speak clearly the whole time, but it, I hope I'm successfully creating a safe place where you could set aside whatever is keeping you awake or whatever is uh, like if you're waking up in the middle of the night, you need to get back to sleep or you just need some comfort. Uh, I'd like to take your mind off of any of those things like to be your company here uh, i'm gonna like uh, i'm puffing the safe place up i'm uh, i'm arranging it uh i'm uh, you know other things i'm um oh i forgot to uh, cure i curate safe places i don't know if like uh, i don't actually i don't know i'm, I'm more I, i'm more uh carve them out or in, in you know or de- i guess like do you prefer i guess I, let me ask you do you prefer a safe place that's carved uh doug or padded out, uh, or rolled and padded and marked with an S, as I like to say, for safe place, or why, with the Y, or an O, or you, uh, for you. Either way, the way I'm going to attempt to do those things is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, Tangents, uh, yes, there'll be tangents. Uh, twi- like, like I may be talking about Star Trek: The Next Generation. Oh no, tonight I'll be talking about uh, Star Trek: Discovery. Just discovered I'm mixed up, and uh, so you can discover if you if you decided. Uh, this is I'm gonna be talking about Episode Three, and I'll talk about all that in the episode, but. Uh, because I want to do something nice and smooth. If you haven't seen it, uh, or you're worried about, don't worry about it. Uh, you know, if you haven't seen it, because I'm going to be really lulling and soothing, and I don't think you could get spoiled. Really, uh, uh, it'll be this will really be bedtime material because I'm going to make a lot of twists and turns and contemplations. Looking at the looks on the people's faces, they look at people's faces on the show. 
So it'll be kind of like a recap, like an abstract recap. I don't know why I don't call it that. I just saw to that. That's kind of like what we do. But let me come back to that idea of abstract recap. Uh, I love it when things accidentally rhyme. But I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark, and I'm going to use these lulling, soothing tones. If you're new here, here's the structure of the show, just so you feel comfortable. Thanks for listening this far if you're new. Because we do have to start the show out with six minutes of business. Uh, just because it's a sleep podcast, and uh, that's how we keep it free. And ideally, we're going to keep all the archives free and keep the show three times a week. If you're not uh, like a regular listener, it's not super important. Uh, if you are, remember when your hand hits the fridge tomorrow, uh, think about that. Uh, uh, how do you support sleep with me? Uh, but otherwise, uh, it's not important. Uh, then after the first six minutes, we do a... Uh, intro where i guess tonight i'll talk what was that abstract recaps maybe like i usually try to create a metaphor or somehow explain how the podcast works or why i do the podcast then i usually get mixed up or confused or distracted or i just naturally go off topic and or i stumble on my words any any of those things and i kind of demonstrate a couple rules of the podcast well then we'll talk about uh, star trek discovery you think it's just Star Trek? Is it a colon discovery? I don't know, but uh, <laughs> it would probably be, I don't. Th- I guess that's not an essential thing either. But uh, <laughs> I mean, if this was like the Star Trek Discovery podcast, the official one, that'd be pretty important. I mean, I'm just guessing. My my grasp of grammar is terrible, but I would say it's probably not a semicolon because that wouldn't make sense in the title of a TV show. Could be, well, is an ellipsis is three, uh, three periods, so probably not an ellipsis. Maybe a dash uh, or vertical line. I don't, I'm not sure exactly, I'm not, I'm not even sure, not sure exactly or barely what uh, like a vertical line's called. But we'll be talking about Star Trek Discovery for 45, 50 minutes, and we'll cap off the show with some thank yous. Uh, so it's a podcast, a couple things you needed to know if you're new. I'm glad you're here. And I hope I can make you feel welcome. I hope I can earn your trust eventually. It usually takes a few episodes to get used to me and, you know, to trust me. Say, what is this person talking about? Uh, Why would I trust them? Exactly. If I was you, I would be 100% skeptical. Uh, So that's my job is to earn your trust. Yours is just to kick back. Also, you don't need to listen. Even though this is a podcast and you put it in your ears, and this podcast, I haven't totally distilled this down, but I think we would have a tagline like uh, Sleep With Me Podcast. Uh, you and your ears and your brain, you don't need to do any work. Just turn it on. Uh, you like So you don't need that. The shorthand of that is you don't really need to listen. Sleep with me. Because I, I was going to say, let your ears do the work. Leave your brain out of it. But I don't want your ears to have to do any work either. They could just... Uh, passively reflect my voice or you can transition into that state because i'm going to be here for about an hour so that's the other thing it's a podcast i say it's to put you to sleep it's really to be here while you fall asleep to keep you company uh, to distract you to tell you a story uh, to be your friend in the deep dark night those are the reasons why i'm here to take your mind off stuff as i said uh so you don't need to listen, but you shouldn't feel any pressure to fall asleep because I'll be here, you know, and hopefully at some point 
I could uh, maybe put a smile on your face or maybe just you know, maybe put a you know, smirk. A smirk would be a, a huge victory. And then you'll realize, what is Scoots talking about? Uh, how, many, how, how long has he been talking about Anthony Rapp for? I didn't even, if there's an Anthony Rapp fan club, Scoots is probably the president. But, uh, and then you'll say, well, Anthony Rapp does have a nice, those two P's really make it sleepy. Uh, and maybe then you'll wake up tomorrow and you'll say, what you, like, uh, say, honey, you look great. Well, thanks. I slept so good. Oh, is that sleep dude? Huh? Yep. Uh, what was he talking about? Oof, I don't know. I have a vague memory of the movie Days and Confused in my head, but I'm not sure why. Well, honey, but probably Anthony Rapp, uh, beloved. Uh, oh, maybe. I'm not sure. So maybe, like, that could be a breakfast conversation tomorrow. And you say, geez, I don't have any idea. Uh, but, but I know I fell asleep and I slept good. So that's the whole idea. And I guess it is like, a, it's not quite an abstract recap. I, I have a belief in making this podcast that the podcast does need structure and it does need to have some, some, it needs to be comprehensible to me. <laughs> I guess uh, it doesn't have to be, so it doesn't, have, it can't be totally incomprehensible nonsense uh, because I have to earn the trust of your subliminal system, not your sub, like not subliminal, subliminal. I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure if those are two different things to be honest. Uh, Wish Anthony Rapp was here because he's a scientist on Star Trek Discovery. So he could probably tell him, he'd say, well, spores, man. Uh, but So it's, I guess it's not an abstract recap. But if you were looking at it at first, if you're an uninformed art viewer like I am, you'd say, ooh, that's an abstract painting. And your companion might say, well, you've only looked at it for four seconds. Why don't you look at it for a, a little longer? Also, take 12 steps back because you're a little close. And they say, oh, no, it's pointillism. I was just too close. You're right. Uh, it's not abstract. Uh, what in the name of Surat was I doing? Uh, you could also, if you want to use that, at first date, it doesn't work on first dates or second dates. Uh, maybe if you're, maybe with a friend to try that one. Yeah, because it actually it's never worked for me. But it would try, try it on the podcast. So we'll see. Probably has something to do with mispronunci- mispronunciation, maybe, or that they're like, uh, no, that's ne- that's neither pointillism nor uh, that's uh, whatever. Uh, and they say, oh, is that a Dutch master? Because I love those Dutch masters. Holy cow! And you you, you could do material. I, I guess I was trying to talk about abstract recaps. I've done, you know, they say. You know, you could, like, sorry, I'm, I'm, I, I view my art. I'm outside. I view my art outside the cubist. Uh, think about it. Think about that for a while, because it doesn't make much sense. But anyway, like, uh, sorry about that. I just, uh, just sometimes I uh, get distracted. Like I said, uh, but yeah. So I guess it, that's not abstract. It's just a abstracted. Ab- 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 and there's not a real word for that. So I guess it is kind of like an abstract recap. And again, sometimes you need to, you know, massage the language uh, and say, okay, well, abstract recap's close enough. Uh, so it'll be an abstract recap. Tonight it will be fairly uh, unformed, the recap of Star Trek Discovery, because uh, I want to... Um, I don't want to put forward any uh, opinions about it, and I also don't want to uh, spoil it uh, 
too much. I don't like like I just want to like drive around it. Uh, kind of like I want to do a Sunday drive through this episode of uh, Star Trek Discovery. And if you're a big time Star Trek fan, we'll probably do uh, two to four episodes of Discovery and then go back to TNG. I know we're going to do two because uh, I'm already doing the uh, outlining for episode four. And I don't know. We'll see what it with episode five, uh, like, uh, like, but then we'll go back to TNG by episode six. Cause, um, it's just what I decide, but it could change. I mean, episode five, I, like it could change. Uh, but so we'll see, we'll see what happens, but it's going to be a nice, enjoyable, slow journey. And I'm really here to help you fall asleep. I'm really here to fall, help you fall asleep, to put you at ease, uh, to enjoy the cast of Star Trek Discovery because a uh, really stellar cast. And, uh, you know, Anthony Rapp is just one, one of the stellar cast members, a lot of whom you'll be familiar with and, and you'll already have positive associations with. And maybe you'll, you'll learn to trust them through trusting me and you'll you'll ease off in a dreamland. So that's a podcast. Uh, and I'm glad you're here. And I appreciate you coming by. I really hope and I really yearn I can help you fall asleep. Thanks. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, uh, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is to create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, time, temperature, changes in routine, travel, you know, work, uh, play, whatever it is, I'm, I'm here to help. Uh, it could just be, you know, stuff, uh, you know, annoying outside noises, uh, whatever it is, I really, truly, genuinely... I'm here to help you. Uh, and now, despite guess it doesn't work for everybody. If you're new, give it a few tries. Uh, but also, don't try to make too much sense of this. This intro is not going to make a whole lot of sense. It'll just barely make sense. That's kind of how the podcast works. Uh, but here's what I'm going to try to do. is Try to create a safe place, as I said. I'm going to smooth it. I'm going to pat it. I'm going to rub it down. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, which I think you could hear pretty clearly. Pointless meanders, uh, rustified tangents, uh, mishandled metaphors. I don't think there's been, in, the, in all the days of metaphors, there's never been someone who's mishandled those metaphors, also mislabeled them, and even mis, like uh, missing metaphors, metaphors you'll miss. Uh, but I'm also something, like, if, if I sang ballads, like Yacht Rock, you know what Yacht Rock is? I think I'd say, sing, like, if I was, uh, I don't know, it's Christopher Cross. Is he one of the people that sings those kind of ballads? Uh, I would sing a song about missing metaphors. Uh, seriously, I, I would sing, I don't know if it would be straight-up love ballad. I think more of, like, a power, is that a power ballad? Maybe I should save these questions for a little while. Has anyone written a love song to a metaphor? I guess we'll know. Well, maybe we'll probe that in a minute. Uh, but if you're new, welcome. Uh, let me tell you about the structure of the show, just so you have uh, like uh, 
Because that's what I just do. So the show starts off with a few minutes of business. That's how we keep the show going and free. And then there's an intro, which I just started. The intro's around 12 minutes or, show, or so. It kind of like a monologue where I mishandle things. I mean, ba- basically, my metaphors and everything else. Uh, like normally, a normal intro, you could you could say, boom, this is the podcast that puts you to sleep. I'm going to do it. I got I got candles, I got sleep grease, I got uh, I got incantations, I got you know whatever. I'm sub- I have sublime you know. I don't have any of that though. I have intuition, uh, no superstition, and uh, you know with the power of Titian, I'm putting you to sleep. That would be welcome to uh, sleep sleep pros or something. It'd be P-R-O-S. I think I try, I try to use sleepy pros. I mean, as I just said, my pro, I put my pros to sleep even. Uh, but, they, you know, that'd be, we're a sleep, you know, a sleep team. Shushing. And then it would have some, you know, we got vibro, sympathetic vibrations. We got them. So that might be another podcast. This one, I try to take, uh, I try to do that in one or two minutes. It takes me about 12 uh, but what I found is during the intro, some people start to unwind. They listen as they go through the bedtime routine or they get in bed and they start to wind down. Other people fall asleep during the intro and some people skip the intro. They say, hey, I want to get to the bedtime story. So they know to jump ahead like 14 minutes or so. Uh, but the intro's really job is to... Uh, Try to establish some rapport, make you feel welcome, and that this is a safe place. It's a little bit different place, but it's safe. Uh, and that, yeah, I'm a bit of a, I'm a mishandler and a bit of a goofball to barely not put a smile on your face, but bring your face to a neutral position. Maybe your shoulders, they feel a little bit relaxed. Maybe your cushion, you know, maybe you get a little bit more snug in bed. So that's the intro. Then there's a story. Uh, Tonight will be kind of a retrospective of uh, episodes uh, 500 through 600 of the podcast, uh, looking back uh, to kind of celebrate uh, passing episode 700. Uh, So it'll be fun. It'll be like uh, just a quick quick saying, well, what was that episode? Because I just recorded it and I'm doing the intro now. I say, well, this happened like 17 times. Uh, Oh, what was that episode about? that I made a interesting title. And then I say, well, interesting. I'm still not remembering it. Uh, uh, so that's what it will be a bit of a bedtime story. If you're new, here's the other things to know, no pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be here for an hour to keep you company. So you can fall asleep whenever you want. Also no pressure to listen. This will be uh, barely engaging, ideally just enough to take your mind off of stuff. Uh, but not interesting enough where you're like, well, I got to hear when Scooter forgets the title of his own, what his own podcast episode's about. I can't miss that. I'm sure the regular listeners would be hardy har harring right now because they'd say, well, they kind of, you'll get used to that if you stick around in these parts. Uh, I also like to say, Oshkosh, Bagash, though I haven't said in a while. So I was just throwing that out there. Oh boy. In the past to 700 episodes, I probably said, oh boy. Uh, oh, dear. Oh, 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 boy. Yeah, I probably said, uh, and, uh, 
and I know like it stuff a few million times, uh, but I'm here to help. Uh, I'm here to keep you company because I've been there and I truly deserve, I truly believe you deserve a good night's sleep and I want to help because uh, when I have trouble sleeping, it's not pleasant. And I think uh, if I could help you take your mind off that, make you feel comfortable and validated. It sucks if you can't sleep, and I really would like to help. So let's see how it goes. I'm going to be here to keep you company. And who am I? What qualifies me to make a sleep podcast that puts people to sleep other than having trouble sleeping? What kind of person is making this podcast? The kind of person that would think about uh, for the next four or five, three or four or five or two minutes, uh, what would go into a love ballad, a uh, power ballad, a yacht rock song, an 80s uh, m- music number, two uh, metaphors. And well, one, I mean, I'm sure there's poetry about people loving metaphors, you know, but uh, what it, has anyone written any love songs for metaphors? Like Angel is a metaphor uh, or something, you know, that, that uh, really catchy pop song. I guess I, I would say, cool, if you have an obscure song about metaphors, I'll check it out. Uh, you know, send it to my, I don't have any people. So send it to those people, send it to my people. Uh, I mean, I think it would be different than an ode. Here's the thing. Would a love song to metaphors contain metaphors? And and would that be weird? Here's another question. If we did that, do metaphors get jealous? Uh, uh, I mean, here's a, a broader question. Maybe we have not answered is, uh, our metaphor sentient. My brain is, uh, I think my brain's packing up and going somewhere. And it's, like, and it's also palming its forehead. Uh, but I think those are fair questions. Oh, okay. Here's, okay. If you're not ready for that brain, hold on. Put that suitcase down. Where did you get that suitcase? Is there, I didn't realize there was a leather suitcase in my brain for my brain to pick up. Uh, what do you have in there? Like socks and underwear? I'll get back to the metaphors. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, brain, have a seat. Sit on that bed there. Also, I didn't realize my brain had its own twin bed. Yeah, here's something, brain, to think about. Can a metaphor be loved and feel loved is the biggest question. And you you could use a tree falling in the woods. Yes, you could use a tree falling in the woods a metaphor for that. Uh you don't know exactly how it connect to it, but I'd say, can a metaphor be loved and be beloved? Yes. Can a metaphor feel love? Uh, who are we to ask, I would say. And if I was witty, I would have a metaphor tucked right in there uh, to, 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 you know, to, to, to whatever, but I don't. Um, here's, let me just do a check-in because I'm real, I'm getting some similes. How are you feeling about all this? Uh, is this uh, is this okay, or are you feeling like a uh, scorned something or other? Uh, hardy har har. At least with similes, it's a little easier. Uh, pan- no, I'm not pandering to you. Uh, what if we all? Uh, what if we? Here, come on. I'll take a hand. One hand, I'll hold my hand with a simile, and my my other hand, I'll hold a hand with a metaphor. And I'll say, you know what, there's the truth. I I can't write music, I can't write songs, can't sing on this podcast. But I do, if I had the ability, 
if if we could choose anyone, who would we choose to sing you both a song? Would it be Michael McDonald? Uh, would it be somehow the person who sang the Top Gun song, who's now I'm forgetting? Uh, Neil, would it be Neil Cicada? Uh, Christopher Cross? Uh, who, who modern would we have sing to you? Uh, would it be someone? Do do you have? What about Zane? How do you feel about Zane? And not like, uh, or someone else. Okay. Well, we don't, we don't have to decide it. I was just imagining who we'd have sing you a song. Uh, maybe Bette Midler. She doesn't sing power ballads. Uh, uh, what about like the Eurythmics? I could see how, 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 okay. You're, you're holding my hands a little bit tighter. Um, Okay, maybe just Annie Lennox uh, singing a song. I, I like it. I f- I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it so much. Uh, actually, was "Sweet Dreams" made of this? Uh, was that a was that a song? Was that a love song? It's a metaphors. Because uh, without without you, metaphors and similes, of course. Because uh, yeah, I'm refer- even when I accidentally say metaphors, I mean metaphors and similes. Oh boy, there's a knocking at one part. There's a bunch of narrative devices outside my brain's door. Oh, and all other narrative devices uh, that Annie Lennox would sing to. Uh, Without you, dreams would not be possible, though dreams are already disagreeing with me. As I hold your hand, metaphor. Okay, let me just. I didn't realize there was so many people with. Uh, that want a skin in this Annie Lennox song about, uh, there was just supposed to be no offense, simile, a uh, love song to metaphors, which you could say is like a love song to similes. Not funny. Okay, go ahead. That's okay. You can, well, I'll make it up to you, simile. Okay. Don't please don't let any of those other narrative devices in there. Cause I don't even know. Is that an onomatopoeia? What? Okay. Keep, okay. A metaphor. I'm back. Uh, so I think it's probably best if Annie Lennox just sings the song to you. Yeah, it would be beautiful. It would be loving. And would express really my love and gratitude for, for you uh, to help me. Get, because without the podcast, because uh, here's how the podcast works. I don't think this would be for the Lenny, Anna, Lenny, Lenny Annix song. Also, by, sorry, metaphor. That's actually who I booked to, to sing the song because I was looking at the price quotes. And I said, oh, I could afford Lenny Annix uh, to sing you a song. Like, look at songwriting by Lenny Annix. Uh, those prices are, I, I can afford those prices. So it'll be a power ballad by Lenny Annix to metaphors. Uh, I forgot what the point I was going to make. Well, the podcast wouldn't exist without you, metaphors, especially because I try to take the whole intro and make a metaphor to explain to people, hey, this is a podcast you don't need to listen to. And by trying to make a metaphor, I show that I'm not qualified to make a metaphor, which may, let's just, let's get, I, I don't want to be too out, maybe a metaphor within itself. Oh, it's an example. Okay, well, I don't have to click uh, on the Selenianics. I'm t- telling you, what if that's a, like a secret name? What is that, a pseudonym for Annie Lennox? Uh, like her side gigs. She says, well, this is where I really write my juiciest material is as, as Lenny Annex. 
Well, you're not so sure. Well, do you feel loved? Because seriously, I love you, metaphor. Well, you know, okay, good. Can you feel it? Uh, okay. We'll just rest here in my arms. Uh, yeah, like a sloth in my arms. Beautiful. So, hey, I'm sorry, I'm back, everybody. I'm holding a metaphor. I guess it's weird, but I'm a met- I guess it's um, I'm holding a metaphor that looks like a sloth in my arms. Uh, maybe it's a metaphor for all metaphors. Uh, and in some way, I'm holding it and, and holding it close and rocking it. Uh, uh, is it asleep? Because I was going to say, it's a bit of proxy for you uh, that I hope I can keep you here close uh, and rested. And uh, where you say, okay, this feels pretty good. This feels like uh, Annie Lennox just wrote a song for me uh, to say I'm loved. Uh, to say I'm respected, to say I deserve a good night's sleep. Um, so I appreciate you coming by. If this is your first few times here, give it a few tries. Podcast's a bit different. Uh, doesn't work for everybody, but it's harmless. So uh, give it a shot and see how it goes, uh, or a couple shots. Uh, but I'm glad you're here, and uh, I really hope I can help you fall asleep. Uh, thank you so much for coming by. I strive and I yearn to help you fall asleep. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, uh, you know, just stuff, uh, tossing and turning. Oh, I think I said that. Uh, whatever's keeping you awake. Changes in schedule, travel, you're out of town, someone else is out of town. Uh, weather, you got something big coming up. I, you know, I got. I know I know you got a lot, a lot going on. And I'm here to help. And what I'm going to try to do, as I said, is uh, create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. And uh, the way I'm going to do it is... Uh, I'm going to try to keep you company. I'm going to smooth this safe place. I'm going to pat it. I'm going to rub it down. I'm going to say safe place. And then I'm going to pat it again with the universal sign. Uh, this is a, this is a double universal sign. So it actually is made with eye contact. In this case, imaginary eye contact where you pat a safe place. And you say, come on over and sit down. But also I'm going to move away from this safe place. So you have space in your safe place. You know, there's another universal somewhere where somebody says, Pat, Pat, Pat's a spot and says, hey, come on down, sit next to me. So I just wanted to clarify that this was the other one where you say, hey, come on and sit down. This safe place is for you as your space, place, uh, not in space, uh, but, but it, it could be. You could imagine it, it could be, but you'll have plenty of space in your place. Uh, you, you know what I mean? You know the difference. And then there's, you know, the third kind where they say, like uh, t- authority figures in my life, they spat a thing and they say, uh, we're going to try to do this the easy way first. Uh, they say, come on over here, sit down, uh, Andrew, and have a seat next to us. And that's when I say, uh, oh, my phone's, oh, there's a phone ringing somewhere. Excuse me one second. And then I say, zoinks. But I don't say zoinks. My shoes and my arms make that sound when I'm moving outside the panel. 
Uh, hardy har har. Anyway, if you're new, what I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, uh, pointless meanders, rusty tangents, uh, lots, of, like, lots of extra words, and c- stuff that can be a bit confusing. And I'll say it right up front, uh, even though we're six or seven minutes into the show. This podcast isn't for everybody. The creaky dulcets aren't for everybody. But give it a few tries. There's no pressure on your end. Uh, to like me or to trust me right up front. I'm here to earn your trust and see if it works for you. See if I could help. It's kind of like a free trial. You could, could you know, you could give this a shot. And uh, most listeners, uh, especially your listeners that listen all the time, say, hey, it took me two or three tries. So I'm here to help and just see how it goes. That's all I ask. Uh, and uh, you don't even have to do that. You could stop listening whenever you want. But I'm, I'm, well, I guess my main message is I'm here to help. Let's see how it goes. Uh, but here, and, and, and even to try to earn your trust, just to barely attempt it. Uh, like, that's why I did that thing with the safe place, too. I said, hey, you check the safe place out. You don't get, you know, I don't get to sit near you. You know, that comes, uh, you know, that's optional. You say, hey, Scoots, come over. Can you bring me a water? It'd say, sure, it's a podcast. It doesn't exactly work. Oh, yeah, here's your water. Oh, forgot to ask if you wanted it cold or warm or medium. And then you might say, has anyone ever ordered a medium or a warm water? You say, yeah, occasionally. Usually they'll just tell me they want tea or, you know, cocoa or something. But, uh, yeah, occasionally people like, you know, I just want to make sure I have your water correct, uh, and also, believe it or not, I have a like a cool water menu. I only bring that out for the the most uh, like a you know delicate or interested connoisseurs of water temperature. But you seem like you're really uh, your palate is goes uh, across the spectrum of cool to cold to ice cold, as we used to sing on the dance floor in the '90s or the early aughts. Uh, you know, ice cold, how cold? Uh, but uh, so I do have a menu of degrees of coolness, and it's not based on Celsius or Fahrenheit. You know, it, it do we do call it the outcast uh, water coolness scale uh, with ice cold in quotes, uh, saying it as uh, whichever member. I don't know if that was Andre two thousand or not, but uh, we do the, to say that as ice cold. That's the coldest water we offer. Other than slushy, but that's a special order. Uh, but, you know, you could have cool. You say, well, I'd like my water cool. And it'd say, okay, well, do you want it with a glass of sweating or unsweaty glass? That's how that's how safe this place is. Uh, let me get back to you, though, because I do go, I do tend to go off topic. If you're new, you may have observed that. And uh, you're very, like I said, you uh, just like your water. I could see, I could see your whatever, a discerning connoisseur. That was the word I was looking for four minutes ago. And that's why I'm here to earn your trust. And what I was going to do before I went on that water tangent, we do have also a special brand of water called tangential water. It's actually just a marketing term, but because the water's free, I could bring you a glass of tangential water. Also, it gets confusing. Lower on the menu, you'll see tangerine water. And whenever I, when I was pretending to be a customer of my own water service, I did order. Mistakenly, I would constantly, I'd say, no, 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 I wanted the tangential water, not the tangerine water. 
And they said, well, this this is a tangential water. He said, well, it tastes a little bit of tangerine And they said, I don't know what to tell you, Scoots. And I said, Scoots, are you sure you didn't bring me the tangerine water? Anyway, so structurally, what I was going to do tell you is what to expect for the show. So the show, uh, here's the order of things happening in the show. Very slowly, slow to develop. Uh, there's The show starts off with business. That's how we keep the show going. Then there's an intro, which intros are somewhere around 12 to 15 minutes. We're probably like uh, six or seven minutes into this one. And that's where I just introduce the kind of, that's where it's on me to earn your trust and to see how it goes. And nothing really happens in the intros. So every kind of everything, nothing happens. So everything happens. It's the kind of thing you, you, you may miss and you may not miss. You say, well, wait a second. Uh, you know, maybe you're, maybe you've been to fancy restaurants or spas or, you know, fancy places, uh, that I have not been to. But I like to imagine, you know, they'd they'd bring me a war. You know, I say, well, if I had a spa, I don't know, it wouldn't be open. It'd just be my own personal one. But uh, if I had, if I was an imaginary spa owner, also that's a magazine I'm working on, imaginary spa owner. Let me know what you think if you'd subscribe. Uh, you know, you could think about the title too for a while. You say, well, is it fiction or nonfiction? And I say, well, exactly. Think about it and subscribe, and you'll find out. But at my imaginary spa, like I said, we'd have it'd be a safe place. We'd do smoothing, padding, rubbing it down, safe placing. We'd have a water, you know, like I said, when you order your water, you could, if you just said, bring me cool water, ideally, I would hire a concierge that would know, but just by, you know, they'd say, okay, they could tell by the cut of their jib, as they say, that this is how cool they want their water. But for someone as discerning as you, I'd say, well, when you say bring me a cool glass of water, do you mean Andre 2000 ice cold outcast water? Not, not cast out water, like the outcast, like ice cold, like shaking it. Like, do you want me to shake your water? Like, we could bring you shaking water, like a Polaroid picture too. And they usually call that aerated because it sounds better. Freshly aerated, just aerated water, and we could just decide on the coolness of that. Sometimes I bring it in a metal tumbler as part of the presentation, and I shake it in the tumbler. The tumbler's ice cold, so it's sweating. A little bit cold to the touch or cool to the touch, depending on what degree you ordered your water in. But that's the intro. The show within a show where I attempt to explain what the podcast is. The podcast is the kind of place where you may get a water menu or even more likely you get someone ta- over talking about a water menu. Ideally not over talking while you're perusing it, though. And you'd say, what is this one here? Uh, Streamy, and it's a well, it's a temperature of water. We have creaky, we have streamy. I mean, I have creaky dulcet tones. This is with the creak, like two e's. Uh, and you say, well, which is cooler, stream or creak? And I'd say, well, you may, if you're looking, you maybe you want to look over there. You see the mountain stream. I highly recommend mountain stream. Te- Wolves water from a mountain stream? No, no, no. It's just mountain stream temperature water. All our waters artisanal. Uh, artisanally sourced from artists, you know, so, from good places, uh, limestone, 
I don't know where the water's from, actually. I'm just in charge of the temperatures of water. If we get into that, that's a whole nother menu, which I could, I'm happy to bring you. But I'm actually, believe it or not, I thought I'm running an imaginary spot here. I'm also in the middle of the intro, intro of introing a podcast intro. Uh, so that's the intro of the show. If you're new, whew, uh, yeah, but think, think about it. You have the right to wish your water would come whatever temperature you'd like. Uh, I don't know, you know, and I'd say, well, judge it more by feel. You know, believe it or not, I've been running this imaginary spa my whole life, and no one's ever ordered creek temperature water. And they keep telling me, take it off the menu, but they don't get it. I say, well, that's what makes the stream temperature water move. Uh, you say, without the creek temperature water, no one would buy it. No one would order stream temperature water. And that's why I won the imaginary spa, you know, the, oh no, that was the, uh, imaginary water, water, uh, imaginary water bar awards. Um, okay. I got bogged down here. My, don't worry. Nothing, no mentions of bogs on these water menus, but, uh, so the intros where I lose your, where I show I'm qualified to lose your attention just by being myself. Uh, then we have a little business between the intro and the show, and then we'll have the show. Tonight will be our ongoing episodic modular serial series, uh, The Stand Chronicles, Nuns in Space. Uh, but you can fall asleep whenever you wish. You maybe if you're new, you say, well, I don't know. If, what, and you say, okay, just kick back uh, and, uh, you know, see how it goes, as I said. So that's just structure of the show. No pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for about an hour to keep you company. And, uh, I don't know, I, I, mean, I guess I'm a little distracted because I keep going back to that water menu, wondering what else I should put on there. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, maybe I should, I guess I kind of talked that one out, but do you, like, uh, do, do, do spas have those kind of things? I'm just trying to imagine, like, uh, they have names like that, uh. Usually it's like some sort of repurposed zen is mixed in with the names of spas. Or I think a lot of spas have like jade in them or, or you know, something like orchids seem popular in zens and waterfalls. And then other words that sound like expensive stuff, uh. I don't like. Uh, I don't know. Like, uh, I just stick to the water menus. I guess that's where I should. Go. That's where, I, where you know, do, do what you know. They say, and uh, dare to dream, follow your passion. That's what uh, J.C. Joseph Campbell used to always say. Follow your bliss. That's an. That's a pop. That might be the number one name for spas. Either bliss or zen. Uh, um, but, uh, yes, yeah, so, well, my bliss is, uh, to, to, to bringing the world, uh, the right temperature of cool or cold water. And I said, is this, I said, is this Esalen, right? I said, come on, but what kind of, you know, big sir. When I think of big sir, I think of water. Hello. And then they, they said, and then they said, would you like to register for it? And I said, how much? What, uh. He said, I thought we were just going to be sitting in hot tubs uh, talking about the bliss of cool, cool water. But again, so, so those are the structures show no pressure to fall asleep, uh, clearly no pressure to listen. Here's the thing. I'm here to keep you company. I've been there sleepless in the deep dark night. That's why I make the show. It's very silly and goofy. 
Uh, but I take it very seriously because I want to help. I, I, I think you deserve a good night's sleep. Uh, and this show is supposed to just grasp uh, just a bit of your attention to take your mind off of whatever you were thinking about. Maybe be, be just uh, nonsensical enough uh, that you say, okay, I could relax here. And, you know, as a matter of fact, it wouldn't, what other menus do you have, Scoots? Well, we have their sources, our water sources. Uh, believe it or not, what I'm pitching the Institute here is on, like, uh, well, we've been, we've been having, you, I'll just let you a little more, one more peek behind the scenes. Is uh, I pitch them bringing, each temperature water gets its own glass. But then they got me. They said, oh, is a glass specialized to enhance the temperature of the water? I said, no, nah, just like a feel thing. And they said, everything's a feel thing for you. And I said, yeah, when you're in the like cool water temperature business, uh, you learn that uh, like uh, it's, it's all about touch and feel. It's a tactile thing. It's not about the actual temperature of the water, though we can do that. If you say, no, no, I want my water to 22 degrees Fahrenheit or Celsius, you know, we could bring that to you, but it'd be, we'd be laughing about it. Obviously, if I knew what, since, <laughs> if I knew what temperatures those were, uh, I'd probably be laughing even harder. But uh, you see, you want it 22 degrees? You got it. You, how about Kelvin? You know, we got space age stuff in the bank. We could deliver it. Uh, even on the Kelvin scale, uh, though I'd have to ask what you're going to do with it. But yeah, I did p- pitch my supervisors, which, believe it or not, are imaginary beings that live in my brain, too. And they said, well, let's get different glass. And they said, we don't have the budget for that. And I said, you don't have the budget. He's like, they said, Scoots, come on. Just stick with I said, what about a glass menu then? That's what they said. And with an upgrade where you'd say, well, the creek glass was like a stone, which we've learned even before we did this. you got to be able to see the water through the glass. You can't have opaque glasses at the water bar. But uh, uh, they said, you know, then you could, you know, upcharge them to take the glass home. And they said, woof, you really, you really really know the business of water, but it's really not about that. It's about an appealing glass, Uh, and then they said, well, who would be delivering these glasses? Because you're very clumsy, Scoots. And I said, you're right. Uh, it, it's only happening in our imagination. So let's imagine we have coordination. And they said, well, why don't you coordinate the end of this podcast? I said, right away. And as fresh as a cool and summer breeze, I changed the subject uh, and said, hey, uh, basically, Spike is here to help. Uh, see how it goes. Uh, like, that's it. I mean, I believe you deserve a good night's sleep. I'm here to help if I can. Give it a few tries. Uh, I really appreciate you coming by. I work very hard. I yearn and I strive to help you fall asleep. Thank you so much.